All right. Good afternoon. My name is Cecilia Dahl, and this is the Executive Girlfriends Group Next Gen Call on September 8th, 2011. And today we have Carrie Broussard, author of Cinderella to CEO, with us, uh, talking on a mentoring topic, Conquering Change with Winning Solutions. Carrie, how are you? Cecilia, I'm doing well. It's so good to hear your voice. Ah, Thanks same for here. having me. Thanks Thank for, for being here. Me. I I have to tell you that I love this topic because I um I myself and I know everybody does. We struggle with with change and this has been in this economy the business these days have been you've had to change in order to survive and yet change is one of the most difficult things to handle as a business person even for people who are comfortable handling change and then there are people who might be a little less comfortable. Um so this is always a really interesting topic just to explore different ways of of addressing change and dealing with change and, in, in your words, conquering change with winning solutions. So Yes, definitely. Uh, great topic choice. I think so tell anybody, us a little. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and uh, I know you and I, as uh, sort of the co-leaders for the, the Next Gen group, um, I'm not sure who has joined us yet or who will be listening to the conversation once it's recorded, but I can't imagine there's anyone out there who's completely comfortable in this changing environment. And I've always been comfortable with change, but this is this is out of control. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a lot to even uh, anyone uh, who is you know experts in change. <laughs> this is a reinvention of change right now. Yeah, and it's the reinvention of our of our economic system and reinvention of business, and things are almost changing. So fast, uh, just day to day. Not only not only the economic climate, but business in general. Business in general, um, society, culture, uh, politics. You know, with uh, we could go on and on, and we will, I think, throughout the conversation. One of the things that um, Chickie Fitzgerald was just reminding us right before we started the call that this call is conducted uh, a, one Thursday out of every month for the next generation of leaders, uh, people who are interested in participating, or the next generation of leaders in the travel industry primarily or those connected to it. And so that's what the call is for today, is sort of to revisit back when we were at Travelcom, uh, where we got got the group together in 2011 and created a manifesto for those of uh, those of us who remember that, which was a, a, a great opportunity to really hear from a group of amazing women, about 20 of us got together and talked about how this group of next gen, uh, next generation members would be mentored uh, not only by the egg members, the executive girlfriends group members, but also they would mentor each other, and they they also are. Uh, looking to you and to me, uh, Cecilia, to help them along in this mentoring process. And that was why we came up with the manifesto. And this is one of the first calls that is following the development of our manifesto as a group. Um, And so I was going to list a couple of things that came out of the manifesto. And then today I also am going to uh, go over the five ways to uh, conquer change through winning solutions. 
and primarily I'm co- I'm going to be talking about um, focusing on career issues. But does that does that help uh, kind of frame the discussion or the the talk today? I think that sounds great, and I know that we have at least one person on the call who wasn't present in Las Vegas, so it would be great to kind of recap the work that we did there, and uh, and then go into um, and then go into some ideas on how to how to address change in, in career, and then follow with some right. questions for you. I, I think that sounds great, and just by background for those who again might not know who I am, and maybe Cecilia, uh, why don't I let you uh, go first? I just want people to know your who you are and what your background is and then I'll follow um with my presentation. Okay, great. Well I'm my name is Cecilia Dahl and I've been a member of the Executive Girlfriends group now for I think this is my second year, maybe a little bit more than that. I'd almost have to go back and look. Um and uh I along with with Carrie, who is the speaker, uh we are sort of the co hosts of the Next Gen group. Uh and uh, I'm founder of Smart Destinations and, and today the president of Smart Destinations, which is a ticketing technology company for attractions and an e commerce business, and we are based in Boston. Uh, and I have been in the travel business my whole career, which is now going on almost twenty years. And I uh, have a passion for the travel industry, and um, and also um, in general, I think um, a passion for learning business and um, and understanding how to be a better business person, which is why I think that you know the Executive Girlfriends Group has benefited me, and I and and the Next Gen Leaders Group has benefited me as well because it's a lot of talking about you know how do we refine our professional skills to advance our careers and and help each other do that and seek. You know, mentors like you, Carrie. I consider you a mentor of mine, and Chicky is a mentor of mine. And um, you know, mentors are are in all different shapes and, and colors and mm-hmm. relationships. So, um, so that's uh, I'm really excited to be here, and thank you for taking um, the topic on the first call. Oh yeah, yeah. Thank you. And uh, just by way of introduction, too, and I think Cecilia is being sort of uh, uh, I don't know, not modest, but. I'll also mention her company is, a, I believe, a multi-million dollar company and a very successful company. So congratulations, Cecilia. Thank you. You're, you're Thank you. definitely one of my mentors as well. Um, <laughs> so my background, just for the, the group to know, I am Carrie Broussard. I have been in the hotel industry a long time and in the communications world a long time. Um, I don't want to say how long, <laughs> but let's just put it this way: I'm experienced. <laughs> I am. Um, I am now uh, owner of a consulting, a global consulting business called Broussard Communications. I work with major hotel brands and travel companies and media analytics companies. I teach marketing and communications at the NYU Tisch School. And I speak around the world on my book, and I'm going to Japan in October. I'm very excited to Ooh, that invited to yeah. So yes, I'm excited about that. I'm speaking, haven't been invited to speak in Japan, and I'm working on because my book from Cinderella to CEO has been translated into ten different languages. Working on getting to other countries where the book has been published, and and so I'm excited about going to Japan. So all that said, if uh, there are no other questions <laughs> from you, Cecilia. I'll I'll just go straight into what the manifesto is, and then get into some real um, interesting thoughts on. And I like to for it to be a dialogue and have questions, but about conquering change. 
So the manifesto, uh, what we together established as a group, was what we believe in the, in the travel industry embodies uh, the behaviors which exemplify leadership. That was the purpose of creating, uh, after a two-hour session, this this uh, proclamation or manifesto as a group. And we said that we were going to strive to incorporate certain behaviors in our own businesses and to provide a network for each other in developing and expanding the skills needed to support the continued development of women as leaders in business. So that basically led to an incredible discussion, and I was flattered to have the book from Cinderella's CEO serve sort of as a uh, an outline for the discussion. And I think... Uh, Cecilia, if it's okay with you, I'm just going to list some of the top ones that I, that came out, um, and we can post this. I could actually post this um, a couple of places. Um, I think I'll post it on my Facebook page for the book, which if you go to Facebook and go to CinderellaCEO.com for, and look for that page, there's actually a page where this will be posted. It and is also um, it is posted on the Egg site. On Fantastic. the internal egg site, it's posted, published there on the in the next gen group as a Can blog you, item. Do you know what that address is? Just in case somebody doesn't know what that is, mm-hmm. if you go to egg.cubeless.com, and then you should have been given a login when you joined from from um, from Chicky. And if you don't have it, let me know or let Chicky know, and you can log in. And okay, then you kind of go to my stuff, and then it's in the group blog uh, for uh, next gen. You'll find it uh, published there. So it's egg.cubeless.com. Okay, perfect. All right, so everybody um, who's listening, that's where you can go back and refresh your memory if you were there or just print it out. And we advise everybody, we as a group, thought this would be great just to have it almost you know, sitting at our desk so we could reference it every once in a while. And uh, so, again, I'm just going to list a couple of things that I think help, will and are helping us conquer change by uh, incorporating these behaviors. Incorporate uh, embracing the art of delegation because, yes, women can delegate. (laughs) Empower others by delegating tasks and supporting them along the way so that the best results are achieved and growth is cultivated. Encourage others to be multidimensional individuals by promoting a healthy work-life balance. Um, Both very good, uh, great um, behaviors to incorporate. Support risk-taking and reward innovative suggestions in the workplace. And I think as we're all so busy, as Chicky said, and if there are those out there who are uh, between, as we say, between things, or in really, to put it honestly, looking for a new job or have just been laid off or, you know, we know the the unemployment rate is high. A lot of us have been forced into, uh, whether good, bad, or indifferent, have been forced into starting our own consulting businesses. And it's a real issue uh, and really hard to focus. So some of these uh, behaviors are going to help us all who are either in the corporate world or starting our own businesses. So um, demand an environment that fosters mutual respect and where all members are treated fairly with respect at all times, and we include in that don't burn bridges. That is key. 
Um, encouraging others to be open to change. There's that change word. Take the time to acknowledge your flaws and seek support where necessary. Um, ensure that team members don't feel fear failure and instead view it as a learning opportunity. That's really important this in, in this environment where there's so many layoffs. Um, it's it's difficult to really think that anybody's going to accept your failures. And guess what? Um, we're human, and that's just going to keep happening. And so, how do you deal with failure? How do you how do you prepare so that you learn from your own mistakes? And how do you prepare so that you make fewer mistakes? Um, foster a career path for employees to move up the ladder. If a career path doesn't exist, employees, team members should be supportive. In, uh, or should be supported in creating their own path. So those are just some of the things that, that came out of the, the manifesto that I've touched on, but there are, gosh, there are probably 20 points here that mm-hmm. you can't go wrong, but if, and I can't go wrong, and Cecilia and I both know that um, these are things that you, you can't hear enough. We We have to remind ourselves that this is how you... You stay ahead and stay focused. What do you? Is there anything else, Celia, from that manifesto that you want to mention? Um, well, you know, as I'm reading it, it's interesting. I, I just um, start. I opened it up on the site, and I was reading it. I forwarded it to um, the folks internally here, who I know are on the call from my team. Um, and I would say, you know, one of the great things about this group, um, and that we all agreed to do in Las Vegas, is to um, encourage feedback and use the members of this group as a solid sounding board to help enable better decision making and and foster a platform for candid feedback from this group um, internally. And and what's great about that is, and I know this is the first call, but we have the unbelievable platform, that Cubeless platform that Chicky has um, given everybody, which allows you to pass notes from people within the NextGen group, ask questions, ask for advice, network, um, and help people who are asking for advice. Um, I am going to go on right after this call is over. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> because I really have it's not great. gotten into it, and I need to. That's a you know, it's a it's a fantastic platform. It's a wonderful platform, and it's a it's a great way when we're so far apart from each other in today's world to stay connected and to just look. I'm having this issue. Can you help me out? Um, does anybody have any advice for me? And if you put that out to the group, there's not only next uh, next gen group members that that you can reach, but you can reach you know major senior executives and big travel companies who have years and years of experience and um, yourself and, and Chicky included, but many others. Um, it's such a great resource, and I encourage everybody to use it. Um, Cecilia, as head of a big company yourself and a, a young woman, what what are you seeing in the, you know, since we left Travelcom that is happening in the travel industry, just to kind of give us an industry update? What What do you seeing, hearing, feeling, believing, (laughs) feeling positive or negative about? Um, Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, Speaking of change, I I would love to say that the, you know, the economy is, is, uh, you know, unquestionably bouncing back and, you know, things are going to be great and and bright um, in the days to come. I don't, I think it's a longer road um, than, you know, in, in, in my past experience, which hasn't, you know, been decades and decades, a couple of decades, but um, I, I really feel it's very interesting to watch the change that the deal sites are having, the impact that that 
that phenomenon is having on the travel space because you look at things like Groupon and Buy With Me and Living Social, and they yeah. are changing the way that people buy travel. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it's a long-term type of a change. I think it's sort of the, the major change is a flash, and then they're going to kind of meet us halfway, and we're going to kind of have to meet them halfway, and the whole industry is changing looking for these for these deals um, and the mem- the membership-based deals and the, the, the whole Groupon phenomenon. Um, that's really, you know, they are the ones that are cutting into the space and making a change right now. And yeah. that's uh, even much more so than when we met at Travelcom. They they were out there, Groupon was there, but kind of a blip for the travel industry. And now it is hotels and getaways. And, and you know, you had the jet setters back then, but it's it's everybody now. Is there any backlash uh, that is, and I've read this a bit, and I don't know how it's going to go, but... Is there any backlash in people wanting to have more personalized travel agents again? Backlash? Well, I call it Uh, backlash, but kind of like, hey, I could do all this, but I'm so busy. I really just want somebody else to book my travel for me. Is that? that? Yeah, I think there is this whole um, concept of people wanting um, customized uh, stuff done sort of automatically or by someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is a lot of um, there, there is a lot of anybody who is in the business or in, in any business is working twice as hard um, mm-hmm. and looking to have a, a tailor-made experience just for them and they can get it. Um, so, you know, whether it be an automated agent or whether it be, you know, they're reaching out to a, an actual agent I guess that's that question yeah. is is left to be um determined mm-hmm. but um but I think that that is potentially another change. There's a lot of stuff going on out there. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of information. It's coming in from all directions. Mobile is, you know, is yep. it's coming up fast and furiously and people are learning how to weed through everything efficiently and sometimes the most efficient way to weed through everything is just to ask someone who knows what they're doing to do it for yeah. you. Exactly, exactly. And I guess, you know, that just brings me back to the subject of the, you know, today's talk is conquering change with winning solutions for your career. And it's kind of looking at, okay, the tipping point. All right, all of these in the travel agency and in the travel world, what's happening with the Groupon phenomenon, you know, that's where the wave is going, but sometimes there's a there's an undertow or whatever it might be, the winds may be blowing in a different way in the future. So what can you look at that's an opportunity that might be there for yourself or for others or for your company? And it's kind of always being on that edge of, okay, I see where everybody else is going and I need to be there, but where also you know, are the niche opportunities? So that's why I ask about the travel agent because in particular – you know, hey, you never know. You know, the personalized travel, it's a it's a high end uh opportunity, but it it could be there. So so thanks for the overview. That's that's great. I mean we're such an expert, but it's great to have you to give us your your perspective. So to the to the the real nitty gritty of today's call, what I wanted to do was uh just share five ways to Win and conquer change. Uh, and again, what is the definition of winning? You know, that's subjective and everybody's 
mind and in everybody's perspective. I like to think that winning means win-win, and it's not that there's a loser. You know, that's a perfect scenario. A lot of times that can, um, you know, not apply to everything. I mean, you're always going to have somebody who's going to win the business and somebody who's not going to get the business. But I think in the context that we're talking about things today, it is for us as next gen, uh, a group of next geners, and also as a group helping it be a win-win for everybody else. So I'd like to put out there um, five to-dos that we look at doing, um, especially this month. I'm just picking the month of September because we're in it, obviously. We're into it eight days, but we'll get together on another call in October. So if we could take these five top issues, and I'm just going to talk about each one of them. And I think, Cecilia, after I talk about each one, then we're going to open up to questions, or is that how you want to yeah, go for it? Yeah, I think okay. that's great. All right. So the the five winning solutions uh, to help you, and I, I specifically said this was about career, and I truly believe that this is about your career, but obviously uh, a lot of us, if not all of us, our careers are a huge part of our lives. So number one, do at least one thing a week to lend a hand to somebody else. Now, that in particular is part, has been part of our manifesto, but it's really important in this market where you've got, I don't know if it's up to 10%, but it sure feels like it's 10%. 10% people, 10% of the, the workforce is, especially in the United States, is unemployed. I think it's between 9 and 10%. There are those of us who are employed, who are rocking along, who are busy, and people are reaching out to us, asking us, uh, hey, have you heard of any openings? Uh, Is there anything out there that you might help me find? Take the time to uh, call somebody back or to email them back and pass along their resume. And guess what? It might be somebody who you never thought you'd ever have to be helping. And that's where it's, just think about it from that person's perspective, how hard it is for them to sort of, not that it's groveling, but have to put their ego aside and to contact you. That's not something anybody really relishes doing. A lot of layoffs have happened. So think about how you can help somebody. Um, I just look at it in terms of some that there is a high potential There's a high percentage of people out of work, and those people have been out of work for, you know, 6 to 8 to 12 months, and they they need our help. So we need to to lend a hand to those people. And it's, I know as a corporate person, that's probably the last thing I ever wanted to do because I was so busy, and guess what? You know, you never know when it can happen to you. Um, and nobody is immune to this type of economy, no matter where they are in the world. So, so I encourage all of us to do that. And lending a hand within your company, if in fact um, you know you see or hear layoffs are coming, or just feeling that that could be coming, you also you know be nice to each other. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of stabbing of you know stabbing of the back and. You know, a lot of people have personal issues that are going on right now in terms of what might be happening in their lives, and we always have personal issues, but everything is just amplified right now. And so 
how do we be how can we be leaders in a tough time and it is about being a compassionate leader you don't have to be a softy but you can be a compassion you can be compassionate you can be strong and be compassionate you can uh be you can be who you always wanted to be in terms of thinking, um, hey, I never knew I could help somebody out there. You never know. Even just listening to somebody, you can help somebody. So so remember, do this at least once a week. Put that on your calendar. And I'm going to help at least one person do something this week that will make their lives better. Uh, Cecilia, do you want to add anything there? i just open it up to you, too. Oh, I I I think that's a great I think that's great. I mean, I okay. I do want to emphasize and say that I you know it's amazing to me the level of impact that that the, the change in our um in our status quo is having, and it yes. and nobody is immune, and it is so easy to find yourself in that place tomorrow yes. or the next day, and uh, there is no more resting on your laurels. And I think it is very true what you say. You know take into account that this is this is your friend today but it's you tomorrow potentially um me you know me when i see people who are mm-hmm. out there looking very talented people very talented people out there looking i think i you know I, this could be me and it's um yeah. it's the way of the world and it's also a time that you could actually forgive somebody who might be looking who may call you you know maybe it was doggy dog you know 5 years ago and or 10 years ago and you've got mm, Gosh, I really, I never thought uh, Joe or Jenna Schmo <laughs> would be calling me. <laughs> and you know, think about how hard it is for them to call. It's it's mm-hmm. one of those things. You just you know what? Let bygones be bygones because you never know in the future, you know, how you can help each other. It's it's about helping people um, through these hard times. So mm-hmm. that's what I'd say. Number one. Number two. This might even be harder. Again, it's conquering change and winning solutions. You have to also, once a week, ask somebody to help you. That is tough. That is really, really tough, especially not thinking of that that would even be tough. My experience had been, uh, I guess I just never helped. I never asked anyone for help. I was all, Everything was always pretty, I don't know, came to me fairly easily. Um, I think I was... I was used to help, used to asking people in my immediate circle, like my family. I have I have uh, three sisters and a brother. Um, I have a wide range of family members. A lot of them in the in the travel business. So we always helped each other. But to go out of my sort of comfort zone and ask a, let's say it's a CEO um, who I used to work for or one I know pretty well, and uh, even after TravelCom, I picked up the phone and um, called a few people, and they were so helpful to me. And uh, I called Peter Yesowich, um, who I've who used to be uh, head of, he actually used to be the advertising agency of record for a company I used to work for. And uh, Peter was so helpful to me. He returned my call right away. You never know. And it's just like it's such a rush to have somebody that you think is, you know, might not return your call. Actually, you return your call or return your email. That sounds so crazy. But you almost have to look at it as a game instead of an ego thing. And, and so whatever, you know, 
Cecilia, salesperson extraordinaire and head of your company, you know, you can't be shy anymore about uh, reaching out and asking somebody for help. Um, And it can be so grateful, and it comes back to you tenfold, and people want to help. It it opens up an opportunity for expanding your network as well because when you ask somebody, hey, can you help me with this, it it makes them feel like you're then also approachable um, anytime they might need help or they might have the need to help someone else and they might say, you know, I I know this person over here. I talked to them about this other thing. Let me see if they can help you. And then all of a sudden you're connecting um, to more and more people. It is such a different feeling, you know, from helping somebody to ask somebody to help you. They're both great feelings, and and both both are very empowering. And I love that. It does open up your network. Great, great, great. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, the third, uh, you've asked, this is all within a week, you've, um, and you've got to do it at least four times in a month, okay? The third thing, act on your brand. And I'm talking about your personal brand. And I'm specifically recommending that you act on your brand from a global perspective. Now, does that make sense? It might not to everybody. What I, I don't know how many of you have read the book, uh, The Brand Called You by Tom Peters. But as we've been talking about change and winning solutions, Everybody has to be cognizant about their own personal brand. It's not about, you know, hey, I, you know, building up your ego, or it's not about making yourself um, stand out from the crowd so that it makes others feel uncomfortable in the workplace. But it is about you making sure you're building your skill sets, you're building your network, and you're building your happiness quotient. And these things I relate to the global economy because we're in the middle, if not, you know, already there in this huge global shift that we have to expand our brand globally as well as build it up locally. And so it's all about evaluating ourselves on a weekly basis. And believe me, this is so hard to do. This is why teachers teach what they need to learn as well. But it is about me evaluating my skill set. What do I need to do? I'm working now with a company in media analytics because I really want to learn and know more about media analytics. Um, I am working on expanding my presence internationally. I've booked a speaking engagement in Japan. But it took a lot of work to get that speaking engagement. Um, But I had a goal. Um, From a personal standpoint, it may be also about making sure we're working out or finding an outlet uh, for our uh, physical well-being. So act on your brand. Know that you are important enough. You're extremely important. So to keep yourself not only happy, uh, financially stable. Look at your financial statement. Oh my gosh! You know, keep this. This is so hard in this up and down uh, economy that we're in. But we've got to make sure that we're keeping on top of our financials, even if they're going, <laughs> even if they're going downhill. So <laughs> that's that's what yeah. I I'd say is a really important thing to do. Anything on on that, Cecilia? You want to add? 
Um, I would say, you know, I think it's obviously at any level as you can improve yourself and maybe some of us are building a brand. I know I'm, you know, Mm -hmm. myself, uh, when I started Smart Destinations with very inexperienced uh, executive, very inexperienced at at management and just kind of started a company, you know. Um, And then as time goes on, you have to look at, you know, what am I doing well? What am I not doing well? And, And I think the more you develop as a professional, the more resistant you are to changing your own brand. So I would say be open to adjusting your brand, um, be open to feedback, and and continue to build. Like you said, I work with a – my business partner and I both work with an um, executive coach, and one of the interesting things he told me is that he works with another executive who every single day goes home. I can't say that I do this religiously, but sometimes I do it. Every day goes home and reviews the day in his head and says, okay, here's every single interaction that I had with people today. Was I my best in all of those cases? And if not, what can I do better next time? I mean, that's a very diligent process to go through that every day because we all slip. I mean, we all slip. We all have frustrations or we're tired or we didn't eat lunch yet or, you know, that phone call just unnerved (laughs) me and then someone walked in. You know, whatever it might be, but if you're conscious of those things, slowly over the course of time, you can work on building your brand by making minor adjustments. Um, and being conscious of of what you're doing. Fabulous! Oh my gosh, that's that's great advice. So he comes home every night. We could at least try to do this at least he once does. a month, right? Once, and once says, what, "What could I do better?" Is that yeah? That basic? How, oh, who great. did I interact with today? And was there any one of those interactions that I can point to that could have been better because I could have done a better job in that interaction? I um, love and, that because it's not evaluate. like he's beating himself up. You know, he's just he's just getting better. Right, right. Hopefully he's not beating himself up. But you know, yeah, I I, I, <laughs> I think that I mean the way I look at that seriously, I I think by doing it that way and facing it head on is not beating yourself up. It's a, it's an improvement process. So, mm-hmm. good. If, or he's basically gone off and he's in a you know, he's in a depression group now. No. Hopefully not. <laughs> See, we have such a viewer on this call. <laughs> there are some days possibly he is, but, you know, I mean, to be able to look back on a day and say, you know, uh, I needed help. Did I ask for help? I could have asked for help. Or, um, you know, someone came to me today and they were asking for help. Did I give them all the help I could? And you even have the opportunity yeah. then go back to go back and repair. Or, you know, I had an interaction today with the, even the person at the supermarket. You know, how do you know how yeah. their day was? Were you oh were you God. short with them, or could you could you be different next time? Or you know, I, I sometimes do this practice, but I'm not as religious as every single day, and I, I probably should be because I have a long way to go, you know, myself. But um, but it's not bad to every so often, once a month, like you say, uh, try to try to do something like that. That's great. A friend of mine, and I was thinking about this the other day. She used to say how she could judge whether she was stressed out or not was when she was returning her grocery cart to the the proper place at the grocery mm-hmm. store after she, you know, put her groceries in her car, whether she just, you know, leisurely took it back, you know, and put it in the little spot that the mm-hmm. grocery carts go into or if she just was, you know, threw it out in the parking lot or jammed it in. <laughs> But right, that was right. usually how she could tell if her <laughs> mood was, you know, depending on, you know, she was juggling everything in the world like so many women are doing. Yeah. So anyway, that always cracks me up when I'm, you know, looking at my mood, how, I, how I'm how i doing with the grocery cart. Okay, so <laughs> so, uh, so I'll move along here because I'm, I'm not sure how much more time we have, but I'm going to 
sum up with the last two uh, conquering change winning solutions for our careers. Um, the fourth one that I wanted to focus on was evaluating your strategic plan, which a little bit goes into act on your brand, but evaluating, first of all, do you have a strategic plan? And again, I'm talking about personal plans, but this can completely uh, tie into your business plan um, as an entrepreneur or a corporate person. But evaluating your own strategic plan and how you plan to grow uh, from a professional standpoint, whether you're working in a corporation or you are an entrepreneur, it's not only about how you're looking at what you're doing today, but where you want to be two years from now or where you want to be five years from now and where you want to be, you know, God, 20 years from now. And none of us know probably where we're going to be for sure because things are changing so fast that so you can't beat yourself up over the strategic plan if it looks completely different a year from now. But it is important to have a plan. And again, those plans can be personal, professional, financial, and social. And the one thing I wanted to bring up here, we're all talking about politics these days, especially in the United States, correct? And it doesn't matter what party you're for. When somebody starts to complain or comment on politics, one of my immediate uh comments back to that person is, have you ever thought about running for office? And usually I get, no, I would never run for office. But it's really important for us to get involved in our political system, I believe. Am I running for office yet? No, but I'm involved with an organization called Women Impacting Public Policy, and I've been involved um, in many ways over the years. But I, in particular, would like to encourage this group, especially in the next gen, to think about getting involved in politics and not just sitting on the sitting on the sidelines. So, when you're developing your strategic plan, think about who would you like to put out there um, as a, a political candidate, locally or nationally. But it's really important to be involved. And one of the comebacks, I really, it doesn't hurt anybody if you say something to them, like, have you ever thought about running for office? Um, Cecilia, have you ever thought about running for office? <laughs> well, I did run for president of my dorm when I was in college. And I went, <laughs> um, I, I am, uh, I, I haven't ever thought of running for office, no. I, I probably will not run for office but um but I do believe that it is very important to be aware of what is going on politically and to make choices and to participate in the system you know and and sometimes I hear people talking about um you know all oh, this person's policy is this and that and I remember back to the last election someone was saying you know one of the candidates policy was x y and z and I had read the policy plan and mm-hmm. I said I don't that's not how I interpreted it have you read it and yeah. they couldn't say that they had they just had talked to other people and so I would encourage you know make the decisions you think are the right ones for you but be informed and don't exactly. listen to hearsay but actually do the research yourself and understand what's going on so that you know you're doing the right thing for you great advice Great advice. And if you, uh, you know, whether you join the um, Stephen Colbert pack or watch the John Stewart show or, you know, read up on the internet on anything that you're interested in, just it can only help 
for you to be informed. And uh, and I just kid about um, those two, John Stewart and uh, the Colbert, Stephen Colbert. But I love both of those shows. And believe it or not, Stephen Colbert's pack is actually real. So um, you'll have to look into that if you haven't. And then, so if Cecilia's not going to run for office, um, okay, I'll, I'll find somebody else out there. And, and then, so... Fifth and final, um, I think everybody will agree, and if you don't agree, we really need you to to get on board, is uh, be good to yourself, your family, and your planet. And I can't emphasize enough, again, how hard we are, all of us are, I'm sure, because we're all overachievers on this call, that we are hard on ourselves. Um, It is very difficult on our families right now, those of us who... Uh, have family members who depend on us for income and uh, support, uh, whether it's friendship for uh, our our friends and love from our families. We have lots of family members uh, have been going through wherever they live in in the world, whether it's floods, fires, hurricanes. uh, It's just the list goes on and on. And... uh, in our industry in particular, it is really important, no matter what, to uh, pay attention to our planet and how we're, we're loving our planet as well. So these, I believe, can help us uh, you know, create solutions and conquer change so that we can, uh, we can live through change because change is just going to keep on uh, being rampant <laughs> in our lives. So that's what I would advise. For sure, that's great. All great points. And uh, would you mind, Carrie, if I posted that those five points as a blog topic on the Next Gen Group? That's great. Do you want me to email them to you? I wrote them down, actually. Oh, you're so good. Thank you. <laughs> um, does anybody have any comments or thoughts or um, questions for Carrie on on the topics or any of the um, any of the five points or anything else for that matter? Mm-hmm. No questions from. From the group, um, well, I guess that that will be a wrap then, um, Carrie. Yeah. Did you have any last parting words for the group? Um, I just am excited about this group growing, and I know again, this is. A, I'm glad we're recording this because I think it's so cool to, uh, first of all, just have a conversation with you, Cecilia, but to get to uh, be in contact with all the great women involved in Next Gen and Chickie Fitzgerald. And uh, I look forward to people hopefully going to CinderellaCEO.com on uh, Facebook, too. I need people to like that page. So oh, I'm going to like it right after the call. Please like I'm going to like it right now before we get <laughs> off the call. All right. Um, well, let me, let me just going to quickly stop the recording. Thank And, and uh, hold on, everybody. Oh.